If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I hope everyone is hanging in there with another week of all this craziness. Before we get started, I wanted to take a second and brag a little bit about our private Facebook group, the Breakup Bestie support group on Facebook, which anyone can join. It's totally free. But the last couple weeks have just been awesome seeing this group grow, seeing women, you know, stay accountable to each other. You know, we're helping people stay accountable to their no contact rule you know, women are asking questions, others are giving advice. It's just been so beautiful and such a good reminder that we can create community even when we're at home and just how important it is to not feel alone and to have other people going through the same thing. So if you haven't already joined, I have the link down here in the show notes, but I would definitely recommend getting in on that because it's been so beautiful and so powerful to see. So getting into today's topic, I wanted to talk about why you still love your ex. And this is a question that I get very often. People will, you know, rattle off like five to seven horrible things that their ex did. And then at the end, they'll say, why do I still love him? And even if, you know, something horrible didn't necessarily happen, but a breakup happened, I still get that question all the time as to, why do I still love my ex, even though it's clear that he doesn't want to be with me, or maybe he treated me poorly, and, you know, anything related to that. So I thought this would be a good topic to go over. And this, you know, as with most things I talk about, it's going to be a very personal thing as to what your breakup situation was like, what was your relationship like. So I'm going to speak as general as possible and, you know, be able to kind of cover any kind of relationship or breakup situation. So let's get into it. The first reason that you still love your ex is because you are a human being. And I think this is very important to start with. It is so normal and so natural to still love your ex after you guys break up. 
it's, you know, it's not like it'd be great if we could, you know, flip this switch in our heart that said, okay, we're done with this person, turn off the feelings. That would be great, but that's not what happens. So the fact that you still love someone that you spent a good amount of time with, that probably became your best friend, that you, you know, anytime something happened, they were the first person you called, got close with family. So of course, you're still going to love your ex. And this is obviously going to depend on how much time has gone past. But I just want you to know that first and foremost, it's totally normal and it's totally natural to still love your ex. So don't think that you're unique and you're the only one that feels that way. I think everyone feels that way. And even if a significant amount of time has has gone on, um, I'd say if you're still in love with your ex after a significant amount of time, I think that would that takes some like deeper digging into. But like I still have love for some of my exes, you know, or I have zero like strong emotional feelings, but you know, I I wish the best for them and they, you know, they were a part of my life for a period of time. So first and foremost, it's totally natural to still love your ex. So wanted to get that out of the way. The second reason that I wanted to talk about is the reason that you may still love your ex is because you have blinders on and you're really only focusing on like the really good parts of your relationship. So for example, the day after I got dumped, my best friend, my breakup bestie at the time, she took the day off of work to spend the day with me because I was just a disastrous mess. And with all good intentions, she asked me, she said, let's make a list of all the things that you don't like about him. And I just burst into tears because I'm like, I can't think of anything, you know? So it's really easy for our brains to just focus on the good things after, like right after a relationship ends. And you know, it's a good thing that we tend to gravitate more towards remembering the good things. We tend to be more sentimental when looking back at things. And when something's taken away from you, of course, you're going to hone in on all of the things that you miss, all the things that you did love about them. So in the beginning, that's totally natural. But as time goes on, this is why it's really important, I believe, to process the relationship, meaning start taking a look at what it looked like. So as time went on for me, I thought when the relationship ended, I thought, oh my gosh, that was the perfect relationship. Nothing even bad happened. And I'm so destroyed that it's over. But as I started healing as and, and as I started feeling better, I started noticing that there were things that I didn't like about the relationship. And by the time I got to a place where I was feeling better, I had healed a ton, I had done a lot of processing, I thought, wow, I'm actually really glad that relationship didn't work because it was not what I wanted. And I think a lot of us can get to that point and there'll be varying degrees of this, but I do think it's important to really get objective about the relationship. No relationship is absolutely perfect. And if the relationship ended, it's probably a pretty good chance that there was stuff that was wrong. So if we just keep our blinders on and just think about the relationship in a really sentimental way, 
of course, we're still going to love them because all we're thinking about were the great times that we had with them instead of looking at it in a way of, yeah, there were some really good times. There were just some things that weren't working. And so now it makes sense to me why it ended. And I'm really glad that it ended. So make sure you take those blinders off and don't just, you know, I think in most cases, people want you to focus on the good. I think in general, it's great to be optimistic. However, after a relationship ends, very important to look at the downsides of it too. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Reason number three is you are valuing them more than you're valuing yourself. What do I mean by this? After you get broken up with, you know, someone says like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Of course, that's extremely painful. But what I see often is people get to this place where they can't handle their emotions. And so they turn, or maybe, you know, the relationship was a little codependent. So, you know, after every breakup, it feels like there's a piece of us missing. But I, what I see a lot of people do is they'll go into this begging and pleading mode where they think, I still love them. I have to be with them. So they go into this like desperation, begging, pleading for the other person to get back together. And what that does is it shows them that you being in so much pain for having to beg and plead to get back into a relationship is less important than them wanting you back. You are communicating that your feelings are not worthwhile. And instead of focusing inward to actually heal yourself, you are putting yourself in harm's way by doing this whole begging and pleading and, you know, communicating very openly that you still love them. So it's really not, it does not a great number on our self-esteem when we do that. So instead you want to communicate that, okay, I am, you know, and you, you can be sad. It's healthy to be sad. I am really sad that this ended. However, I recognize that I don't want to be with someone that I have to beg and plead for. I want to be with someone who makes it very clear that they want to be with me. So instead of begging and pleading, I am going to work on myself and I'm going to elevate my self-esteem and my self-worth, even though I do still love this person and I am going to move forward. So this is something I don't think a lot of people think about. And it's actually something that came up this week in the Facebook group with someone. So I I think it's really important to touch on to remember that number one, you don't 
want to be with someone that you have to beg and plead for. And if you are doing the begging and the pleading because you still love them, you are lowering your self-esteem and your self-worth in doing that. And that stuff can always be rebuilt, but just something to keep in mind. Reason number four is that you still may love your ex is that you're keeping your feelings to yourself. Naturally, when we communicate our feelings and process our feelings with other people, be that friends or family or even a therapist, by keeping, by talking it out, you're going to get some reality checks. Meaning, I might go to a friend after a breakup and express to them how much I'm still in love with them, how great the relationship is, and they'll say, Hey, Kendra, I, I will say like, I did notice that he didn't like you coming and hanging out with us as much. I did notice that you weren't around as much for your friends as you typically are. So they'll point some things out that may, you know, that may provide some insight as to what the relationship really looked like. And even if they're not saying that the relationship is bad, they'll just provide you insight as to what you are worthy of, what you deserve. I think a lot of people don't want to talk to their friends about their breakup because they want to reserve the right to get back together. But this is so, this is such a big obstacle to healing is not talking about it because I think that's one of our best tools is being able to process our feelings with other people. And by just keeping it to yourself, it's really hard to see it for what it really is. Like when you're in a relationship, you're too close. You can't see the forest from the trees. So by bringing other people into that, they can help point some things out to you. They can help reassure you. They can help remind you that maybe the relationship wasn't the best. So please, please be sure that you are not keeping your feelings to yourself. And the last reason, and I think this one is extremely important. One of the reasons that you may still be really hung up and still feel like you love your ex is because you don't really know what you want yet. I think I don't think many of us take the time to write down on paper what we want in a partner. I remember when I was going through you know all of my relationships and breakups and dating and people used to ask me, "Do you have an ideals list?" And I I never did and I I don't know if it's partly because I didn't feel extremely worthy of having that kind of an ideals list or I thought it was a stupid idea or whatever it was. It took me a really long time to finally sit down and think about what I wanted in a partner. But I always suggest this to women going through a breakup because it'll remind you that there's something more out there. And I often think that after a breakup, if you do a list like this, you'll see that your ex doesn't match that list. Now, would I do it the day after you got dumped? Definitely not. I would give it a couple weeks, maybe a month. But I do think it's really important that you get really clear on what you want because I think you'll see that there's a big mismatch to what you had and what you do really want and what you need in a relationship. And I love that because it's so important to have wants and needs. 
in a relationship. And it's especially important to do that while you're single. A lot of people assume that they'll know when they're dating if someone's good or bad for them. But once emotions get involved, once attraction gets involved, once hormones get involved, like it's really hard for us to distinguish what's good for us and what's bad for us. It's really hard to see red flags. So doing an exercise like this when you're single is really important to get really firm in that and to remind you to go forward towards what you want instead of going backwards to maybe what was comfortable. I think comfortability is a really big reason why people want to continue to go back to their ex because they don't want to face being by themselves. They don't, they'd rather stay in something comfortable that maybe is not great instead of having to face the discomfort of the unknown. So I think making a list like this will remind you to keep moving forward and not to settle for something just because it's comfortable. And Another one of my very big disclaimers that is so important that you must listen to the words I'm about to say next, just because you still love your ex does not mean you should get back together with them. I'll say it again. Just because you still love your ex does not mean that you're supposed to get back together. So I had a friend of mine who was in a really toxic relationship, really toxic fighting, just a lot of manipulating, a lot of controlling, just not a great relationship. And I was so happy when she finally broke up with him. And I think it had been about a month and we were talking pretty often. And after about a month, she called me and said, I still want him back so bad. I I miss him so much. And even though I know there were like things that were not good, I still miss him so much that I have decided that that means that we're supposed to be together. And so she got back together with him. And looking at it from the outside, yeah, that seems like not a great string of logic. However, I think a lot of us have been in that position, including me, where you think, well, if I miss this person so much and I can't get over them, that must mean I should go back to them or try to get them back. And that's definitely not the case. If we go back to reason number one, remember, it's very natural to still love your ex, even if you are not supposed to be like, even if you're not supposed to be with them. So don't equate missing them or still having feelings for them, meaning that this is your person. And if you miss this chance, you'll, you know, you'll never get another shot. That's absolutely not true. You know, there are people who are in love with those who cheat on them or those who, you know, physically abuse them. So just because there are strong feelings does not mean, does not equate that you guys are supposed to be together. Our heart and our brains often have very different agendas and it's important to listen to them both equally, but be able to discern when one might be getting us a little carried away. So just to recap, it's normal to still love your ex. There are a variety of reasons why that could be extended. So if you are having your blinders on and just remembering the good stuff. If you are not working on your own self-esteem and you are valuing their relationship, their love, their attention more than you're valuing yourself and your own self-worth. 
um, you are not talking to your friends about the breakup. So they're not being able to support you, provide you insight, give you some reality checks. And the last reason is maybe you don't know what you want. So take some time and really get clear on what you really want in a partner. And to reiterate this again, just because you still have feelings for your ex does not mean you are supposed to get back together with them. Sometimes we really just need to act as if we don't have feelings for them and we just have to trust that that will go away because it will, it 100% will, but don't jump on that opportunity just because you're having those feelings. So if you guys have any specific topics that you want to hear about on this show, please send me a DM on my Instagram um, at your breakup bestie. I love being able to talk about really pertinent topics and I do record these like a couple days before they come out. So I do try to be really relevant. So if you have any suggestions on things you are struggling with or things you want me to talk about, please send me a DM and I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.